Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. In the book of Genesis chapter 6, the Bible described the earth as a time of corruption and violence and the imagination of every man's heart was only evil continually. And God was sorry that he had created mankind and was going to destroy them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And he made an ark and saved himself and his wife and his three sons and their wives. And the earth was full of violence. It was full of corruption. And men's hearts were evil continually. Jesus actually said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man, when Jesus, when he comes back again. Well, my friend, we are living in those days. The wicked prevail, it appears, on every side. They tell their lies, they are arrogant, they are proud, and they do not want God in their thoughts. Matter of fact, Psalm 10 is asking the question, and it's a Psalm of David, and he's complaining, complaining to God, why do the wicked prevail? Why do they get by with their sins and their iniquity and their persecution of the poor? The question that often is asked by many people is, where is God when all these bad people are doing bad things and good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people? Where is God? And so David is asking that question. I'm reminded of Psalm 53, another Psalm of David, that he writes these words, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and have done abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. He didn't always say it out loud, but he lives his life as, as if there is no God. Even sometimes people who claim to be Christians, who uh, say they go to church and, and try to maybe in some ways live a life that, uh, well, would be called a Christian life. And yet, in their heart, they are practical atheists. They live as if there is no God. There is no accountability. There is no judgment to come. There is no heaven. There is no hell. It's all about right now. And my friend, that's a bad attitude to have. But that's what David's talking about. But we read through verse 13 uh, yesterday in Psalm 10. So today we're going to finish reading the chapter beginning in verse 14. But you have seen... For you observe trouble and grief to repay it by your hand. The helpless commits himself to you. You are the helper of the help, fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked and the evil man. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. The Lord, Jehovah, is king forever and ever. The nations have perished out of his hand. Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear, to do justice to the fatherless and to the oppressed, that the man of the earth may no more oppress. And so in this psalm, David describes the belief of the wicked. And uh, the wicked says, there is no God, verses 2 through 4. In verses 5 through 7, he says, I shall not be moved. I'm stable. I'm okay. Things are all right. I'll never have to face God. Verses 8 through 10, he says, God does not see me. And then in verses 12 and 13, the wicked in his abominable iniquity and work says, and God will not judge me. But my friend, that's when David says in verse 14, but you have seen. I like that. 
You know, I think of uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 23. The wages of sin is death, and it always is. The penalty for sin is always death. That's God's eternal law. The soul that sinneth, it shall surely die. But listen to this verse. The wages of sin is death, but... Oh, this is a big but. <laughs> but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, what a gift. Jesus Christ can save us from the penalty of our sin, and it's the gift of God if you'll receive it today. So a great chapter here. You know God in the end. It says you can trust Him, and He will take care of the wicked. He hears the cry of the fatherless. He hears the cry of the humble, and He will make all things right one day. God bless, and you have a wonderful, wonderful day.